Our reading is from Revelation 12, verses 1 to 6, which can be found on page 1,241 in your church Bibles. That is Revelation 12, verses 1 to 6, which can be found on page 1,241 in your church Bibles. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with, se with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter, and her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness, to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. Thank you ever so much, George, for reading. We're going to be coming back to these verses in just a little while. But before we do, we're going to begin this morning by trying to settle a few Christmas debates. And so I've got some questions for us, and you guys need to pick which sides you're on. Okay, so number one, Christmas trees, real or artificial? Hands up for real. Who has a real tree? And who has artificial tree? Okay. <laughs> TVs. Number two, the lights on the Christmas tree. Colourful or sort of a, a warm glow? Hands up for colourful lights. Yeah, wrong. Hands up for warm, a warm glow. That's much better. And number three, sprouts. Yes or no? Hands up for yes. Who likes sprouts? Yeah, too right. And hands up for no. A few people. Lots of things at Christmas force us to pick which side we're on. And from the way that we act, you would think that these things matter, but they don't. However, this morning in our Bible reading, we're thinking about a cosmic battle. A cosmic battle in which all of us must choose which side we're on. And which side we choose to be on, well, it really does matter. In fact, nothing in life matters more. Now, you might have been thinking, as George read, for the, read those verses for us, why are we looking at Revelation for an all-age Christmas service? Surely, where's the shepherds and the angels and the wise men and that, those kind of people? But these verses, they tell us the Christmas story. They just do it from another perspective. The book of Revelation contains a number of visions that were given to a person called John. And these visions have the purpose of revealing something to us that we cannot see 
with our eyes. Think of it this way. At the front, you can see a silhouette of a nativity scene. That's all you can see. But if I flick some lights on, then all of a sudden, it becomes obvious that there is something more, something much bigger going on behind the scenes. Now, of course, without the lights, these things are invisible. We can't see them. But with the lights, we can see them. The book of Revelation is like a massive light. It shines and it shows us what is going on behind the scenes. You see, these verses, they might have sounded a bit odd, but they're not telling us a different story. They're telling us the Christmas story just from a different perspective. And in this story, there are three characters. Can you see them? We've got a woman, we've got a dragon, and we've got a child. Now, there are no prizes for guessing that the child is Jesus. That's a given. And we'll come back to him a bit later on. But before we do, we're going to think about the woman and the dragon. Please make sure you've got Revelation 12 open, page 1241. So we're going to read... From the start again. So make sure you've got it. Revelation chapter 12. And I'll read from the first verse. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. So the first character in our story is a woman. Lucy, do come up and and join me, please. And we're told that this woman is pregnant, so that'll do. (laughs) And we're also told a couple of other things um, about this woman. We're told that she's clothed with the sun, that she has the moon under her feet, and that she has a crown of 12 stars on her head. Now, I've got a sun, I've got a moon, and I've got a crown, but I'm missing 12 gold stars. So if any of the kids want to go around the building, um, and adults do help them out if they can't find them, find 12 gold stars. That's it. Me feet. Sideways. Do you bring them up once you've got them? Oh, thanks ever so much, Grace. 
We're missing two more. One there. Oh, we've got them all. Oh, great, we've got them all. Right, let's take a seat. Right, we've got them all. So, in our passage, we've got a woman who is pregnant. She's got the sun. She's clothed with the sun. She's got a moon under her feet. And she's got a crown of 12 stars on her head. Now, we might be thinking, it's getting close to Christmas. We've got a woman, a woman who is pregnant. It's got to be Mary, hasn't it? But there is something much more going on. You see, right at the start of the Bible, there's another story where there's a sun and a moon and 12 stars. And in that story, the 12 stars represent the 12 sons of Jacob. Now, some of the kids noticed, actually, on their star, we've written some of the names. Asher, Gad, Simeon, Levi, etc. The 12 sons of Jacob. And in the Bible, the 12 sons of Jacob often represent the nation of Israel, God's people. This woman in Revelation is not Mary, but rather God's people. Israel. Let's put this on. God's people, Israel. These verses are telling us that there is going to be a child who comes from God's people, Israel. And of course, that's exactly what happened in history, isn't it? Jesus Christ came from God's people, Israel. These verses, they might have seemed a bit odd as George read them, but they're just telling us the Christmas story. A child coming from God's people, Israel. So we've got a woman. Who's the woman? Let's repeat it out. God's people, Israel. Who's the woman? Great. Character number one. Character number two. Do pick up your Bibles again um, and turn with me to verse number three. We're going to read about the second character. Verse number three. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. Now, the directors in our children's nativity, they wanted all sorts of quirky animals. They weren't sure whether they wanted a dragon or not. But there's one in the Bible. There's one in our passage. And so I'm going to go and get it. Turn his head round. Now, it's got a few more horns than the passage says, but it does have seven heads, 
and it's got seven crowns. And these heads and horns and crowns are all symbols of power and strength and authority. Look down again at the passage. Do you notice where this dragon is? Where is this dragon? Excuse me, where is this dragon? In front of the woman who was about to give birth. This dragon has come to the maternity ward, but not to support this woman. The dragon has come to devour the child the moment he was born. Now, later on in the chapter, we're told that this dragon represents... God's enemy. God's enemy, who is called Satan. What are these verses telling us? Well, they're telling us that God has an enemy, and the enemy is trying to get rid of the child. And of course, again, this is what happened in history, isn't it? Do you remember what Herod did when Jesus was born? What did he do? He tried to kill Jesus. Now, Satan was, Herod was not Satan. But Satan was working behind the scenes, using Herod to try and get rid of the baby. Remember these verses in Revelation? They're not telling us a different story. They're telling us the Christmas story from another perspective. So who have we got so far? We've got the woman. Who's the woman? Correct. Who's the dragon? God's enemy, Satan. And we've got a third character. Let's look down at verse 5. Let's see who else we've got. Verse 5. She gave birth to a son. A male child who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. So this child is born. Just like that. I think that's realistic. (laughs) This child is born. And what are we told about this child? We're told that he will rule all the nations. And he will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. Good question. An iron scepter is like a big stick given to the person who is in charge. What we're told in this verse is that Christmas is all about the birth of God's king. The one who will rule over not just a few nations, but every single nation. The king who will rule, not just for a small amount of time, but for the rest of history. And of course, this king is Jesus. This verse is saying that God's king has come. From the line of God's people. However... The dragon is still there in our passage. This child looks as if he is in danger. But did you notice what else we're told about this child? He was snatched up to God and to his throne. 
Now, if you read through the Bible, you'll see that lots of things happened when Jesus was on earth. Lots and lots of things. But this verse doesn't concentrate on those things. It tells us two bits of information. All of the actions squashed into two things. Jesus was born and Jesus has been raised up to heaven. Why skip out all the details? Well, the point is very simple and very straightforward. The dragon tried to get rid of the child, but failed to do so. God's enemy tried to get rid of God's king, but failed to do so. Jesus, sorry, Satan tried to get rid of Jesus, but failed to do so. Now, of course, there are many times when it looked as if Satan would win. When Jesus was hanging on a cross, it looks like Satan wins. When Jesus' body is buried into a tomb, it looks like Satan has won. But he couldn't defeat Jesus. Jesus was born and Jesus has been raised up. God's enemy tried to get rid of God's king, but what? Failed to do so. Good listening, Josh. The dragon tried to get rid of the child, but... Failed to do so. Now the rest of the chapter tells us that the dragon still exists today. But wonderfully in verse 6 we're told that God will protect and take care of the woman, God's people today. And more than that, the rest of Revelation tells us that one day... God's king is coming back. And when he does come back, he will fully defeat the dragon. These verses, well, they tell us the start of a cosmic story. A cosmic battle between Jesus and the dragon, and Jesus wins. The dragon loses. Now, for those of us who don't know Jesus, this is very scary news. But for those of us who do know Jesus, for those of us who put our trust in in him, wonderful news, because it means that we can be confident that one day we will live in a world where there won't be any evil. Why not? Because the dragon will be destroyed, will be fully defeated. And so therefore the question for us is which side? Which side of the battle do you want to be on? Many Christmas debates, trees, lights, sprouts, they don't really matter. However, the choice we all have as to whether we're going to be on Jesus' side or whether we're going to be on the dragon's side, well, that really matters. I hope that you can see from these verses that you really do want to be on Jesus' side. He wins, the dragon loses. 
And if you are already on Jesus' side, like most of us in this room probably are, then you really do want to keep going with Jesus. On first reading, these verses are a bit strange, aren't they? It's an odd nativity. But remember, they're not telling us a different story. They're telling us the Christmas story. They're telling us about God's king who comes from God's people to defeat God's enemy. God's king comes from God's people to defeat God's enemy so that God's people can have a wonderful future with God himself. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much for sending your son, the king, the one who came, the one who Satan couldn't touch, the one who has been raised up to heaven, the one who will one day return and fully defeat the dragon. And so we pray, Father, that you would help us to make the wise and sensible decision of being on Jesus' side and sticking with him. In his name and for his glory we ask. Amen.